the Truth Quest podcast, the truth about critical race theory. Before we get started, I want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show. If you're on social media and topics such as critical race theory, the trial of Officer Derek Chauvin, the gun show loophole, illegal immigration, or the Great Depression comes up, please share the topic-specific TruthQuest episode with your debate partner. Episodes are available on a host of platforms including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, BitChute, Brighteon, ThinkSpot, Rumble, and on Instagram where I post a short highlight of each show at instagram.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Whatever platform you may be listening to this on, please take a moment and give it a five-star rating or leave a positive review. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through online advertising. See this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. If you pay the least bit of attention to the news, you will have a hard time avoiding critical race theory. Trump signed an executive order last year banning critical race theory from federal agency training. More recently, the Oklahoma and Tennessee governors both signed bills banning its teaching in public schools, while Washington state's governor just signed a bill that requires CRT, critical race theory training, for all school staff, board directors, teachers, and administrators in public schools across the state. So what the hell is this thing called critical race theory? What the heck is going on? Well, in order to understand CRT, you have to start at the beginning, Marxism, which is a political theory based on class conflict. There is an inherent, or better put, a systemic imbalance of power between the rich and poor, or the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, the capitalists and the workers. The solution, according to Marxism, is, of course, revolution. So if you look back at the 20th century, we saw lots of Marxist-style revolutions, the Soviet Union, China, Cambodia, Cuba, and elsewhere. What was the result? Ah, only a little over 100 million of their nation's own people dead from gulags, show trials, execution, and mass starvation. Oh, and dramatic economic stagnation. By the 1960s, it became apparent that this dog called Marxism ain't gonna hunt especially in Western Europe and the U.S. where there were large middle classes, including people of color, which I only point out because it's highly relevant to this discussion. So anyways, we had these large middle class classes in, of all races with rapidly improving standards of living, even if they were working for the man. Plus, in the United States, there's this little thing called the American dream, you know, the idea of meritocracy, where people on a regular basis transcend their humble beginnings by busting their ass and providing value to their fellow citizens, and thus reaping the reward. But Marxists proved to be a persistent bunch. They simply replaced one struggle with another and continued their revolution. They substituted the workers versus the capitalist struggle, or the bourgeoisie and the proletariat, with racial and ethnic minorities versus the white system struggle. This is at the heart of CRT, one that applies the Marxist concept of the struggle broadly to relationships between races, genders, 
ethnicities, religions, and a plethora of other identity groups creating something you may have heard of called intersectionality, which is just a fancy term for having the ability to find intersections where you can claim that you're oppressed. For example, a black man is black. That's one intersection. A black female is black and female, offering her two opportunities to discover oppression. A black lesbian female is... Well, hopefully you get the picture. While the common meaning of oppression usually refers to cruel treatment and subjugation by tyrannical authority, advocates of intersectionality have the term encompass implicit, meaning unintentional, actions in day-to-day life. This is where all the isms and phobes and name-calling come from. Everything is racist. You are a homophobe a xenophobe, a bigot, a transphobe, a misogynist, a Nazi. Just just think of all the things that the left called Trump, and you get the picture. Through the lens of intersectionality theory, human history is largely reduced to white Christian men being the oppressors and everybody else being intersected by one or more layers of their oppression. In order to perpetuate this tortured theory, these people have to ignore all the civil rights activities in the 1960s. Martin Luther King Jr., the civil rights legislation, and all those efforts are thrown out the window or ignored. As a matter of fact, according to them, Martin Luther King Jr. was wrong and naive because whites cannot judge blacks by the content of their character because they can only judge them unfavorably, either consciously or unconsciously, because of the color of their skin. According to critical race theory, racism never went away. It just hid itself better. The civil rights movement is repudiated by CRT. Now, while I call it critical race theory, I prefer to call it soft Marxism or modern-day Marxism. Here's the lowdown on what this so-called theory is all about. It preaches that the most important thing about you is the color of your skin. If you are a member of a minoritized racial group, You are a victim of a rigged system that does not want you to succeed. If you are a member of the majority race, you are an exploiter, regardless of how you act towards others, who you employ, who your friends are, you know, stuff normal people would look at. Critical race theory can find racism anywhere and everywhere, always. They claim to look for it critically, and guess what? They always find it. CRT is exclusively un-American, and it rejects the values of everything that makes America great. Meritocracy, Judeo-Christian principles, all men are created equal and endowed by their creator. It essentially teaches people to be racist. It teaches anti-white and anti-Christian hate. Students are indoctrinated and taught to lecture adults about their biases. They are being taught to be social justice activists, just like they are indoctrinated and taught to lecture their parents about global warming. It's the same process. It is a dishonest, divisive, toxic idea holding that whites are racist who have used their unfairly obtained privilege to oppress blacks and other races. While in the case of Marxism, the solution is revolution and overthrow of the ruling class, the bourgeoisie and the capitalist class, in the case of critical race theory, the solution is to eradicate the privilege of the oppressor identity group. Critical race theory redefines American history. The most demonstrative example of this is the New York Times 1619 Project, 
which literally rewrote American history, claiming that the country's origin is not the Declaration of Independence, but the year that slaves were first imported to North America. They conclude that America was founded on and defined by racism, and that our founding principles, our constitution, and our way of life should be overthrown. So instead of teaching real American history with all its flaws and blemishes, all the while trying to live up to its founding principles, it all just must be torn down. According to these loon bags, all the institutions of the United States are irredeemably and systemically racist. America's systems promote suppression and tyranny because it's rooted in capitalism, which, if you know anything about Marxism and communism, that's what they're really after. They hate capitalism. They want centralized, top-down control by the experts. The experts, of course, will be them. So the ultimate goal of socialism and communism is that everything's controlled by the government. No private property, no private rights. Back to CRT. The whole point is to enshrine class differences, all of which must be torn down so we have non-racist, non-class-based society. Which is weird because in the United States, the Congress and the President passed and signed federal law in 1964 or 1965, banning discrimination based on race. After that, what did the Marxist malcontents have the bitch about? They still wanted to tear down the system and destroy capitalism, but they needed a new hook. That hook was any inequality of outcome equals systemic racism. Meaning any inequality of outcome is due to the American system pointing back to slavery and legalized racism like Jim Crow. They argue that forever and always, any evidence of disparity in outcome is evidence of discrimination inside America's systems. What's really weird is their doctrine is every bit as toxic as the Jim Crow eugenics garbage that Democrats promoted in the first half of the 20th century. Even a rising black middle class is no need for celebration because it's just crumbs from the system being granted to them. Things like equal justice before the law are merely fig leaves, or more crumbs, offered by the racist system. Let's just tear down all the systems and restore it with reverse discrimination in order to restore some sort of equality of outcome. They ignore personal responsibility, individual decision-making. At the end of the day, critical race theory is a tool to gain political power. According to CRT advocates, if you don't know what it is, you are guilty of it. Are you confused? Well, you should be because most of us are logical creatures, but CRT relies on illogic. Because their position cannot be argued using common sense and logic, they set up a mousetrap whereby if you disagree with them and or ask them to prove their assertions, they play this illogical sophomore card whereby rather than refuting your points or answering your questions, they jump up and down and say your disagreement with them is irrefutable evidence of your fill-in-the-blank euphemism of the day. Racism, white fragility, white privilege, unconscious bias, white supremacy... Advocates make arguments like this. If you accept critical race theory, you are admitting you are a racist. If you oppose critical race theory, you are a racist and you are being defensive or angry and reacting out of shame and guilt. Can you say projection? One of the techniques leftists have employed for over 100 years is control of the language. You know, shit like abortion is choice, 
marriages, whatever you want it to be. Boys participating in girls' sports is normal. There are not just two genders. There are as many of them as there are cryptocurrencies. Just make one up and we'll accept it. So as you can see, part of controlling the language is definitional, like abortion is choice. But another part is framing the conversation. That's the other examples I gave you. So along those same lines of framing the conversations, one of the cornerstones of CRT is that being a racist is not an insult anymore. No, not at all. Because it is ingrained in you and in me and everyone. Racism is ordinary and not unusual. Everyone is a racist. Systems are racist. It's just the way things are. You're not even aware of it, i.e. white privilege. One of their favorite terms is equity. Now, given the fact that neo-Marxism or soft Marxism, like I call it, would be a hard sell today, of course, we know that. But equity is a favorite term because it sounds so non-threatening. And after all, who isn't for equality? Oh, wait a minute. Uh, did I say equality? No, 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 no. See, under CRT, equality is explicitly rejected because it represents, as critical race theory advocates have said, it represents non-discrimination and provides camouflage for white supremacy, patriarchy, and oppression. Are you getting a sense that these people have too much time on their hands? They just make this shit up. The truth is, equity is just reformulated Marxism. You know, things like suspending private property rights, seizing land and wealth and redistributing them along racial lines, killing individual rights. After all, we are talking about communism here. There's no individual in communism. They oppose equality under the law. They hate federalism and freedom of speech because they don't believe in freedom and liberty. They believe in top-down control. After all, we are talking about communists here. Have I made that clear? They would replace all the liberty and freedom with race-based redistribution of wealth, group-based rights, active discrimination, and an omnipotent top-down bureaucratic authority where they reside, ruling over all of us little people. At the end of the day, equity is about redistributing access and opportunity. You know, because the oppressed are being held back in this systemic racist country and needs a hand up. These people argue that any difference in outcomes between groups must be from some form of discrimination. No, really, that's, that's what they believe. Other euphemisms or control of the language you may be familiar with are things like justice, you know, in all its forms, social justice, economic justice, racial justice, environmental justice, you know, all the terms you hear thrown around during a democratic presidential debate. Unconscious bias, white fragility, diversity and inclusion, white supremacy. Oh, and their favorite, of course, is white privilege. You know, because straight, white, English-speaking Christian men are at the top of the hierarchy of the oppressor class that these Marxists are supposedly trying to correct for. All the whiteies need to atone for their white privilege sin. If you deny you have it for any reason, you are scoffed at and told the fact that you think you don't have white privilege proves that you have it. Does that make sense? Check out episode 69, The Truth About White Privilege, if you want to learn more about that. Besides listening to left-wing ignoramus talking heads, columnists, and podcasters spew their toxic nonsense, how else is critical race theory manifested? Well, during a recent press conference, former director of the Office of Management Budget, Russ Vout, provided three examples of how critical race theory impacts the country. 
He explained that third graders in California have been made to deconstruct their racial identity and rank themselves according to their power and privilege in school. Teachers told them that they shouldn't be living in a culture dominated by white, middle-class, cisgender, educated, able-bodied Christian English speakers. That's just weird. In another example, Vouch said that the U.S. Sandia Labs, which is a contractor to the U.S. Department of Energy's National Nuclear Security Administration, held a re-education class for white male employees forcing them to write apology letters to people of color and women. Okay, that's that's even weirder. A third example that Vout provided showed that the U- U.S. Department of Homeland Security had run microaggression training and claims that individualism, the Protestant work ethic, capitalism, monotheism, and written tradition, and believing that the most qualified person should get the job, are racist attributes. Literally, everything that America stands for, or believes in, or was founded on, is now racist. In that one sentence. If you have not figured it out by now, the left is relentless. And with the far left, or Marxists, in control right now, in the driver's seat, they are rolling. They play the long game. They have been tearing down the institutions of this country for the better part of a hundred years. So much so, that we essentially live in a post-constitutional America right now. The Constitution as written is dead. The one thing you can always say about the left, though, is whatever the outcome is, it's never enough because these insurrectionists require constant conflict or their movement will dissolve. That's why no matter what, things are never good enough. It's not good enough that minorities in America are better off than anywhere on the planet. Never mind that we've had a two-term black president, and dozens of black and minority members of Congress and state legislatures, business owners, CEOs, pastors, ministers, TV and movie stars, internet influencers, and the like. It's a constant struggle for power by an ideology whose ideas are resoundingly rejected by the majority of the American people, thus the need to pit us against each other in order for them to maintain and gain power. Critical race theory is closed-minded. Think about it. If you are a minority, you are a victim. If you are white, you are a racist, an oppressor. Critical race theory is self-destructive. It's America-hating. It's anti-reality. It's sick and it's twisted and must be squashed like a bug. And that is the truth about critical race theory. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. Thank you.